0: Hey everyone, this is Paul and Taylor Johnson with the Bible Revival Podcast. We're so excited to have you listening today. This is our fifth episode. We are having so much fun um, recording them. Well, most of them, some of them have been very tearful and painful, but it has been good to walk through what the Lord has walked us through in the past several years of our lives and um, in our marriage and... raising kids and all the things. The Lord has been with us through it all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome just to be able to share parts of our journey and just to open up, and we really feel like the point on the end of the spear for this Bible Revival podcast is vulnerability. Yep. We feel like the Lord is calling us, beckoning us as leaders into greater vulnerability in every area of ministry, so we wanted the podcast to be a reflection of that. Mm-hmm. The most encouraging part of this has been feedback and people 100%. responding and um, I know people were really touched, hey, by um, just our journey, the hysterectomy. And then mm-hmm. I know last week we were uh, talking about control and just learning to trust the Lord. So uh, we want to continue that theme and, and talk about trusting the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, how to do that. Of course, every episode want to launch from the Bible because we believe we need a Bible revival. So Jesus says in John 16:12, he's addressing the disciples in verses 13 and 14. He says, I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me. For he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. When we were reading this just a few moments ago, um, verse 12 actually really stood out to us. We were mm-hmm. planning to do verse 13, but verse 12 says, I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Tay, what stood out to you there?
0: Yeah, I mean, what I think what stood out to me, my... Virgin says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear now. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And I was just so moved by it's so clear in the word that the Holy Spirit was going to continue to teach us. I think,
1: yes.
0: you know, religion and denominations and all these different things have gotten in our context of understanding the word. But if you were in a closet with a Bible and no outside perspective, you would never read the Bible and come out and think that the Holy Spirit doesn't still speak today. Right. I mean, just from this verse alone Absolutely. is the Holy Spirit is clearly still speaking, still teaching us. Um, That's why, He is here, that Jesus sent him so he would continue to guide us in truth and that he would not speak on his own initiative, but he would speak what the Father is saying to him. And it's just so powerful to me that the word is so clear about this, that the Holy Spirit came to continue to teach us.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, just even from this John 16 passage, I mean, we talked... In previous episodes about how the Holy Spirit brings conviction, not condemnation, Mm -hmm. he pulls us calls us higher, um, you know, so you, you can see the Holy Spirit brings conviction of sin. Um, he guides us into all the truth for he's the spirit of truth. He won't speak on his own initiative, but he'll speak whatever he hears. That means that the Holy Spirit is the voice of the Father and the Son. He's the voice, the spirit of God speaking to us. And so Jesus, you know, in Acts, the, the, the Holy Spirit is actually called the spirit of Jesus, So don't be intimidated by the Holy Spirit. If you uh, don't come from or don't have a Spirit-filled background or experience with tongues or prophecy or healing or miracles, uh, don't let the enemy talk you out of your inheritance. Mm -hmm. This is what Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit's going to speak. He's the voice of the Father. He discloses to us what is to come. And Jesus uh, wants us to know what is to come and he speaks and reveals his will so that we can walk in it. It's what we might call prophecy where Mm -hmm. God reveals his heart, but then you have to partner with the words that he's speaking. Also, it says that he will glorify Jesus and he'll take of Jesus and disclose it to us. So any division or divorce between the spirit and Jesus, you know, actually, um, second Corinthians three says that the Lord is the spirit. Mm -hmm. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. But it says first, the Lord is the Spirit. So they're not in um, competition with each other. We know that the Holy Spirit is trustworthy and that the Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus. So if someone says the Spirit of God is doing this or that you can ask, hey, does this glorify Jesus? Does Mm -hmm. this lift his name high? Does this honor him? Does this rightly represent his Mm -hmm. character and nature? And that's how you can be on guard for deception. I know a lot of people are scared Mm -hmm. of being deceived, and, and that's not always bad, but you can't be so cynical or so critical that you never trust the Holy Spirit, which is what we want to talk about today and lean into and share, that Jesus is speaking today, and he's speaking to us, by His Spirit, through His Word, and He He speaks to our hearts. And He, uh, the Holy Spirit, even in John 14, He He reminds us of the words of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's a part of His ministry as well. And it's even sad how uh, people can't really tell you what the Holy Spirit does or who He is. There's such a a lack of knowledge and revelation, understanding Mm -hmm. of, hey, this is the person of the Spirit. So if you don't know the Holy Spirit, you're not going to trust Him. Yeah. If you don't understand his, his nature, his character, his ministry, his role, um, you, you're just not going to trust him. So some some years ago, it's crazy that this was almost 10 years ago, some stuff like this is making me feel old, um, <laughs> <clears throat> but I, I wrote something and I want to read uh, just one paragraph of it because I, I think it will speak to you. I wrote here, um, if you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, you must trust the Holy Spirit. The faith to speak and act out what he leads us to do must be motivated by trust. It is from the place of trust that we can move in power in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. When we act in faith and trust him, we don't have to understand everything. I think this is really important. I'm just going to stop right there because if you trust the Holy Spirit, you you don't have to know everything. Mm -hmm. You don't have to understand. I mean, that's what we talked about, right? When Mm -hmm. God says, no, Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I don't get it. Well, Mm -hmm. I I have an opportunity to trust the Lord, Mm -hmm. to surrender and submit to your plans, your ways, your thoughts are higher, and I don't see the big picture. So Mm -hmm. when we act in faith and trust him, we don't have to understand everything. If we seek to understand everything, rather than trusting the Holy Spirit, we will quench Him and not move in anything. If we trust that He knows and comprehends it all, it frees us from having to understand and empowers us to walk by faith in the Holy Spirit. Furthermore, occasionally, We understand things at a later time after being obedient to his leading. But this reward of understanding comes only after we trust him and act in obedience. Yeah. So as we grow and as we learn to trust the Holy Spirit, it's important to know and understand His character and nature. And again, feeling like vulnerability, honesty, transparency is how the Holy Spirit is leading us and we're trusting Him that He's uh, using this, that He's even taking our our mess, He's making a message, He's taking our, our wounds, He's turning them into weapons. Um, We believe that our pain, there are windows for the glory of God Mm -hmm. to shine through. And so as a part of trusting the Holy Spirit, we just uh, wanted to share a couple of stories in our journey of of really leaps of faith and times where we've had to trust the Lord or maybe we didn't understand or we didn't even want to, but we Mm -hmm. knew it was God. Um, I think that's really important just to try to be practical and and real. So Tay, Mm -hmm. have you ever trusted the Holy Spirit? (laughs) I hope so. (laughs)
0: Um One story that comes to mind is when I was a freshman in college. I went to a university, was studying t- church music to be a worship leader, and really felt like I was supposed to transfer to a different school, but I wasn't sure where so I was like in the summer, waiting on the Lord, very confused about where I was supposed to be going next, but knowing that I was in transition. I went to a church camp as a chaperone. Um,
1: Yay, church camp.
0: Woohoo! <laughs> and the first night of the camp, I felt like I heard the Holy Spirit whisper to my heart, it's time to move. And I was like, what does that mean? like move where? I felt like the Lord had put missions on my heart and all these different things. So I'm like weeping in the altar. Like, yes, I give you my yes, but I don't know what you're asking me. Like, yes, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. And, um, at the same time, my mom was there. She was the youth minister, um, at the time. And I, the Lord was speaking to her and telling her it's time to let Taylor go. So there was this like mutual, the Holy spirit confirming what he's saying. We're not together, but he's speaking at the same time to each of us. So through that weekend, um, long story short, it ended up being clear that the Lord was asking me to go to a certain college, which is Southeastern university. If any of you know of that school, it's in Lakeland, Florida. And I was grew up in Tennessee loved Tennessee, never planned to leave Tennessee, didn't know why anyone moved away from college. I was a family girl, I was a southern girl, and I was staying in Tennessee (laughs) as long as I could. And so moving to Florida was way outside of my thoughts for my life. And the last night of this church camp, I said to the Lord, I don't even know why I came up with this. Obviously, it was the Holy Spirit because it's like an outlandish request. Nothing about this church camp had been about missions. Nothing about this church camp had been about other countries. Um, But I felt like the Lord had laid Africa on my heart. Uh, And so I said to the Lord, if you want me to move to Southeastern, I want the speaker tonight to talk about Africa what on earth? Why would I, I mean, just like a ridiculous request, honestly.
1: The Lord put that in your
0: heart. Yeah, the Lord put it in my heart. So we worship and then the guest speaker gets up and he goes, hey, before we get started tonight, I want to show a documentary of a missions team in Tanzania, Africa. And I mean, my jaw hit (laughs) the floor. I mean, I was like, okay, uh, well, I guess I'm moving to Florida. (laughs) Like what on earth? Just absolute supernatural activity. But I was putting it before the Lord and I was asking him to lead me and to guide me and to show me where he wanted me to be. So I moved to Florida. I don't know anyone at all. And I move into the dorms and all these, I end up at heart of the father ministry, my very first Sunday there. And the Lord used (laughs) my now brother-in-law, Jeremiah Johnson, to prophesy, like, the most unreal, Mm -hmm. accurate, prophetic word I had ever received in my life. Just, like, totally read my mail. It was just, like, a turning point for me. I mean, moving to Florida was absolutely the Lord's will for my life. I mean, I just went from zero to 60 in my relationship with the Lord. It was like the gate's... Of heaven opened up mm-hmm. when I moved there.
1: Man, I'm crying. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times I've heard this story, but just, just bless me. Thank you, Lord. So I, in
0: that first day that I was at Heart of the Father, I obviously wept like a baby because the Lord was touching my heart, and Paul brought me tissues. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I wrote my phone number on the bottom of the tissue box. <laughs> did not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was such that a, would be creepy. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> I was such a mess. I didn't even know he gave me tissues, but he knew, he knew he gave I me remember. tissues. Uh, if some,
1: some young man did that in our church, I'd rebuke him. <laughs> Don't
0: do that. So that first Sunday at Heart of the Father, I had been a part of a church plant in Tennessee the last several years of high school. It was life-changing marking to yeah. me. The Lord like totally shifted my life because yeah. of specifically the worship leader at that church plant. And um, i it was an incredible experience. But if you know anything about church plant life, it ain't easy. <laughs> no. And so when I moved to Florida, I was going to school to be a worship leader. And I was like, I want to go to like an established church that has an established worship team where I can like be mentored by the worship leader. I had all these ideas in my head. So I end up getting invited to Heart of the Father my first Sunday there. It's in major baby <laughs> church plant stage yeah, life. Yeah. Um, it's literally in like this like warehouse thing. and I'm
1: surprised we could afford tissues.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it was obviously the Lord was ministering to me. But that very first Sunday, I heard the Father like whisper to my heart, the Holy Spirit whispered to my heart this is where you're supposed to be. And I was like, no, like, this is great, but no, like, this isn't what I want. I want to go to an established church. And I heard the Holy Spirit again, which my heart, like, this is where you're supposed to be because you're going to do this one day. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, like, no, 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 no. Hold up. Hold up. This isn't what I, I mean, asked you're, for.
1: You're a 19-year-old girl. Yeah. Who's away from home, really. For, for the, the first, first time.
0: time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, my life is getting straight blown up. <laughs> and so I, but I was obedient and I yeah. literally never went to another church. in Lakeland. <laughs> I went to Harvard that very uh, first Sunday there and never left because the Lord told me not to. And I was like, okay. And I mean, it changed my life forever. Obviously.
1: Praise the Lord. I did, married did, Paul. So. Did you meet anyone there who was really special?
0: <laughs> I met Paul and... Yeah, I mean, the Lord Amazing. just knitted our hearts together super quickly, which we can get into another time. But yeah. it was clearly, clearly all the Lord's guidance.
1: Yes. Yep. Now, we want to talk about marriage, too, and those moments, yeah. and sex, and conflict, and communication, and all that. We're excited about some of those episodes to come. But um, I'm just so blessed by your story, obviously. So grateful for your yes, because the Lord was connecting us and um, connecting our families and, and doing something so powerful there. And it just makes me think about our journey. Then, you know, you move by mm-hmm. faith and yep. come down to Florida. So um, I grew up in Indiana, had a super broken childhood. I shared a little bit of that in some uh, previous episodes, but really rough, um, super scarred, moved to Florida. And when I moved to Florida uh, to go to Bible college, to be a part of Heart of the Father, the church plant there, I felt like I made it out of Egypt and into the promised land. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up on staff at Heart of the Father. Uh, Taylor and I did the youth ministry there for a couple years and um, was really blessed. And I'm super grateful for um, just how the Lord worked all that out. And so fast forwarding a couple years later from that story that Taylor just told, Um, It was summertime. I started having dreams, which dreams is one of the ways that the Holy Spirit speaks to us. And I started having dreams, and to just keep it short, I had multiple dreams that it seemed like the Lord was indicating that we were supposed to move to Indiana. It would be move back for me, but you heard Taylor's from... Tennessee. So it's was all new to her. I don't think you'd ever been to Indiana, really. So, um, but I I did not want to move back. And I think this is an important point because when you trust the Holy Spirit, you yep. submit to his leadership mm-hmm. and you trust that he knows best. Yep. And so I'm like, oh no, I do not want to move. I mean, I can't explain to you the shredding of my soul that began to take place when it seemed like the Holy Spirit was leading us to move To Indiana. And I'm like grieved. I mean, I'm I'm hurting and I'm praying that Taylor I'm gonna share this with her and that she's gonna say no way and instead, like a great, obedient, (laughs) submitted to the Lord woman, which of course is why I love her, she's like, Well, your response is it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when yep. like you were like, Hey, we need to be obedient. This is God. And I was like, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and so I think my journey in moving to Indiana was like, Lord, I don't want to, but I'm willing to. Yes. And I think that's important as well. in trusting the Holy spirit is, you know, you may have to do things you don't want to do. You yep. don't like to do. Uh-huh. Actually. One of the ways, you know, you're born again is when you love things you used to hate and hate things you used to love. That's yep. the work of the spirit of God transforming us into the image of Jesus. So when we moved to Indiana, we we said yes. It was some months later. We worked out a process. We transitioned um, out of youth ministry, handed that off. We did that over a several-month period, wanted to do it in health, but wanted also to be obedient to the Lord and didn't want to delay. And so by um, 2016, um, we ended up here now in Indiana, but when we moved back to Indiana, we actually moved back to the northeast side, yeah. and the Lord started a process of healing and restoring and and helping me in particular. I mean, I do you remember what rough shape I was in like two or three months uh, after yeah. we moved back? I mean, it, it, I, I was <laughs> how really how could I forget? <laughs> I was really struggling. Yeah. I mean, I, I was like in a really dark place, like battling, fighting. Yeah. I mean. I remember the Holy Spirit saying, like, I want you to drive over to the hospital. I want to speak to you, being Community North where I was born. I just was like, no, like, I can't can't do it. And I was disobedient that day, which, of course, I regretted. But just trying to give you an idea, of course, I repented. But just Mm -hmm. sharing the journey, it's not always perfect. Sometimes it's messy and we resist and we're proud and we're ashamed and we're afraid and all those things that the Holy Ghost helps us through. And so we moved um, to the northeast side. But where I'm from, where I grew up, is in Avon, which is on the west side. So it's about 45, 50 minutes away. It's just totally different. Mm -hmm. And then after two years of living in Indiana, of building friendships, some some wonderful people that we still have in our lives today that are a super important part of what we're doing here at our Father's house, so grateful for them and for all the people that God has connected us with since then. But um, I felt like the Lord and and we agreed that, you know, hey, the the Lord is moving us to Avon. And that was like another death. That was another layer of I do not want to move back to Avon but the Lord the Holy Spirit had spoken to me years prior and said I removed you to restore you and I am readying you to return yeah and Taylor made the great point through prayer and talking about this she said how can you return to somewhere you've never lived I was like why, why are you saying this <laughs> but I realized hey it really it's a return to Avon it's a, it's yeah. a return to the scene of the crime, the, mm-hmm. the pain, the heartache, the, I mean, I just remember I would drive through Avon, the, the six years I lived in Florida, I would come back and visit and it was like, just like felt pierced in my heart, like just so much pain, so many bad memories. And, um, you know, the, the Lord was gracious to do that in layers and to do that in a process uh, again just to remind us of verse 12 of john 16 i have many more things to say to you but you cannot bear them now yeah to me that speaks to jesus works in a process right yes. i mean if he just unloaded and said hey here's my will here's a here's everything i wanted i mean i think we would we would come unglued for right? sure we, we would just like spontaneously combust <laughs> like i i can't i mean we would it would grip us right yeah. and, and not in a good way and i think the the Lord knows what we can handle and so in trusting him you know if you're faithful with what he gives you he gives you more. He gives you more if you're faithful with that and more after that. But we have to prove to be faithful stewards of his word, faithful stewards of his voice in our lives and listen. You know, I think one of the number one reasons why we don't hear the voice of the Holy Spirit is because we've already decided what he's going to say. That's we already think we we know his will. Mm-hmm. We We think we figured God out. And it's yeah. like really the journey is to submit, to surrender, to just give the Lord your yes. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, Lord, I give you my yes, but what are you going to do with it mm-hmm. when I give it to you? And it's like, that that's not obedience. That's not real submission. I mean, that's a lot of what I've been wrestling through lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just sharing our journey. I hope this en- encourages some of you about listening, trusting, obeying. Remember, if you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, you have to trust the Holy Spirit. And we just want to tell everyone that God has been faithful to his word to us. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit has never led us astray, mm-hmm. never deceived us, never taken us uh, uh, somewhere that was harmful or hurtful. He's always brought blessing and favor and grace, even if it was difficult, yeah. even if it was hard. Even, I mean... Indiana has become the land of promise mm-hmm. for us. God has restored so many things, been faithful to restore an inheritance that was stolen from me and to share it uh, with, with our family but also our spiritual family and mm-hmm. to see the Lord move powerfully has just been such a humbling thing. But God is faithful. Tay, would you would you pray and just just bless our listeners?
0: Yeah. Holy Spirit, would you help us? Would you guide us? Would you teach us? Father, would you open our eyes? Would you give us ears to hear? Would you Mm -hmm. help us to submit our will to you? To understand that our life is not our own? Would you clean up our filters where we're hearing you incorrectly, where we're seeing what you're doing incorrectly? Father, would you help us to see you rightly? Jesus, we fix our eyes on you, the author and the perfecter of our faith. We say that we trust you. Mm -hmm. We say that you are a good leader and that we will follow you. Jesus, we trust you. We love you. You are more than enough for us. In Jesus' name,
1: I just want to yield to the Holy Spirit. Just throw this in here at the end. Maybe there'd be a reward for someone that stuck it out. (laughs) But I'm um, to take a risk here. This is, is kind of generic, but um, I was just having a, a vision by the Holy Spirit while you were praying that there was someone that would listen to this that was really contemplating a massive risk in your life. Um, I believe the Lord is encouraging you in it, that you're to do it submitted to wisdom and counsel. But the Lord is is trying to push you out of the nest. He's trying to grow you. And I just see the Lord prospering you. I feel like it's a woman. The Lord's going to prosper you and bless you. And He's going to be faithful to uh, honor His Word to you and that the risk is going to be worth it because there's a reward, and the reward is more of Jesus. Come on. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening.